In today's episode of Mainly Games, we revisit Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea and Mind Management. We also review Box One, Final Girl, Dead Man's Draw, and the beast that is unfathomable. Also, we talk about rule books. How do you learn a game? Let's get started. I'm Joey. And I'm Alex. And welcome to Mainly Games, where we talk about board games, movies, entertainment, and, well, mainly games. That sounds about right. Mainly yeah. games. Mainly games. So. Like we have a title. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> all right, so we're running behind our schedule, so yes. we're going to do like a bulk drop now. Yeah. Because it's funny how before we said we would not let this happen. No. And once again, season hit us in the face. It did indeed. We were trying to be very prepared and we were not prepared at all. So. No. no. And it doesn't yes. help when you recorded the last podcast and somebody emails in and says, you sounded tired. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for that. Yeah. It I'm was like, being recorded at midnight. So we, we were yeah. aware of that. I re-listened to him. Like, did I sound tired? Yeah. I, I didn't know, think so. I don't know if I sounded tired. I thought it was on it. Uh, me too. But it's like, yeah. It was I mean, late, though. Yeah. That email was like, was like, hey, we loved it, but you did sound tired. I'm like, perfect. That's good. Yeah. Note to good. self. Does this dress make me look fat? Yeah. Answer is always no. No. That's just, it's crazy. The answer is always, I like the color. Oh, yes. This is true. This is true. <laughs> so, okay. Movie-wise, we have not mm. really, we finally did. Last time, uh-huh. we talked about wanting to watch Marry Me. We did. We finally watched that, which I know that's been out for a little while when we're recording this, but right. uh, you know, we did watch yes, it. We did watch that when it came out too. Right. Yeah. And I was of course wanting the, I mm-hmm. was the one wanting to watch that you because were indeed. not Jennifer Lopez folks. No. It's Owen Wilson. Yes. I will watch anything. Yes. I mean, ever you since like Shanghai night yes. and Shanghai noon and all that. He's also in night at the museum too. Yes, he is yeah. in night at the museum. Yeah. That's He's a great also character. He's in the haunting. Really? Yes. He gets his head that. cut off. Spoiler really? alert. Wow. But yeah. It's well, now you maybe want to watch the movie. It's really good. Yeah. But okay, so we watched uh-huh. Marry Me. We did. And it is, it, it was good for what it was. I was going to say, it is exactly what you think it is. Yes. Yes. It was pretty much, it, it would be, would have been a great made-for-TV movie. It would have been, yes. Yeah. It was a little bit... It was it was predictable. It had a oh, very, it was completely predictable. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was cute. Yeah, it was yeah. exactly what it should be. If I yeah. would have went to the theater, we streamed it on Peacock. Yeah. If I would have went to the theater, I would have been disappointed. Oh, absolutely! I would have felt like I wasted my money. But it's a good like nighttime movie. Yes. Yeah, and Juliet liked it. She liked the music. Yes, she did. Yeah, she was she even listening it. to one of the songs the other day. It was really yeah. good. So anyway, yeah, so I think you should watch it if you know exactly what it is going in. That's it. That's it. Don't expect it to be like this epic movie that you will be talking about for years to come. It is what it is. It's a rom-com. This is a movie you will forget about very shortly. Very, very quickly. Yeah. So, okay. So that that is, that's Marry Me. Also, we just started introducing our five-year-old to Jurassic Park. We did. We did. We started at the original Jurassic Park, too. Yes. And it's funny how I asked, um, we told another little girl that was like, she was like 12, I think, that our daughter's watching Jurassic Park. And she goes, the OG one? Yes. I'm like, really? We use like the OG one? And yes, it is the OG one is yes. what she's watching. That is a great movie. That came out in 1993. I just Googled that real quick. I did not realize. I thought it was a little older than that, but 1993. And you can tell from, from the green screen every now it, and then. You know what? The whole movie mm. itself holds up. It does hold up really good. Except you can tell when they're in front of a green screen. You can, yes. You can, I mean, it's it's funny how at the time you could not, but no. now you can tell. Yes. And and the way, the pace of movies back then is yep. different. 
like the the initial time when they first they get on the island and then they they're look going over, through the jeeps. Yes, yeah, and they riding on see, the jeeps. Mm-hmm. They see the dinosaurs. Yes, and the camera doesn't see it yet. You no. see their faces, see the dinosaurs. Yeah. So we're watching that with Juliet, and I realized how modern day movies are quick, quick, quick. Yeah. So yes, we're like focused on their faces and their reaction. Yeah. And she's like, well, can we see them? Are, are, are they going to show us the dinosaurs? Why can't we see them? Because <laughs> yes. it took yes. like, like a bit too long by modern standards yeah. for us to see the dinosaurs. But that was the buildup. That, yes, that, that was is, exactly. That was great suspense building it up. It yeah. is what creates an epic movie. Yeah. You know, or exactly. at least it did back then. Yeah. So it was really, really well done. But it's the pacing is different with movies like that. Mm-hmm. And after that, I kept thinking... Should we jump from that one to a Jurassic World? Because I am kind of excited for her to see Jurassic World. I yeah. like that one with Chris yep. Pratt. But then a buddy of mine, Ryan, said, no, you can't skip Lost World. And I forgot that Jeff Goldblum was in it. And I had never seen Lost World. This no. was my first time seeing it. And it it was a great movie. It was really good. I just remember the cheesy part about the T-Rex going through San Diego. Yeah. But that was very like a homage to Godzilla kind of thing. Yes. That, that's was, what I felt like. That whole part of the movie felt like it, I was watching Godzilla. It was a, it, and it was a small part too. Yes, thankfully. Yeah. So again, it was great. And we're going to go into the third one, which I remember being even worse, and then roll into Jurassic World. Yeah. So it's... So I mean, stay tuned as we give you our thoughts on those ones. But now, the second one was great. I did like the justice that happened when... Um, Spoilers are coming, by the way. The baby dinosaur eats the bad guy. Yes, that at the was very really end. nice. It happens at the very end. You're kind of like, yes. And that's when we shifted to being like Team Dinosaur. You know, at first you're like, no, the dinosaurs are eating the people. No, no, no. And then you shift to Team Dinosaur and you're like, yeah. You were really rooting for them. You were. You of were. The dinosaurs live at the end of Jurassic, uh-huh. you know, the Lost World. And then, of course, Juliet. She loves dinosaurs now. Yes. And she was looking for like a good dinosaur board game to play. Uh-huh. And of course, you've got um, Dinosaur Island. You do. But that again is not great for five-year-olds. No, So no. we did, we, you know, we were looking at Jurassic Park Danger, the board game we saw at Target. Yeah. I think it's a Ravensburger one. I think it is too. But Or is it Funko? Game, I don't know. I need to check. We okay, should, I'm going to Google it. You talk. All right, so the whole okay. thing, <laughs> you talk. But <laughs> you talk now. I remember seeing it. When you see a board game. yes. And you hear bad reviews. Then, of mm. course, you hear those reviews. You hear good reviews. You hear those reviews. But when you don't hear really any reviews, that sometimes that scares you even more. Correct. So we didn't hear much at all about no. this when it came out. And it's still available. You're right, by the way. It's by Ravensburger. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that time, I think Ravensburger was just pushing out the all the IP stuff. And so anyway, we might look at that if it's a simpler game. Yeah. So if anybody has played that, go ahead and Let email us. Let us know. I'm curious. It won the 2018 Spring Parents' Choice Fun Award. Wow, that's that's a mouthful. That's that is. <laughs> I, I said in reading that, I was like, "Whew, there's a lot of words here." That like, is that is yes. that is an award someone's parent decided to yeah. create just Spring to give their parents' choice. Does that mean there's a summer parents? Oh, there's choice? probably four parents' <laughs> choice awards every year. Fun Spring, stuff. Parents' really? choice fun stuff. Spring parents' choice fun stuff award. Correct. Wow, that's an acronym, isn't it? That's like gotta be the longest I'm like, acronym. What is that? Wow. Okay. Yes. So it is an award-winning board game. <laughs> is By what the we are learning. Spring's parents, or is it a place that the parents? I, I don't, don't know. know. Me I neither. don't know. That just could go anywhere. Okay. Anyway. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> side note. All right. So anyway, other games we played. Um, Ink and Gold. We talked about before that we love that great game. Yeah, but we did end up playing the other day the two quickest games of Ink and Gold in the world. Oh my god! I thought it was three or four quick games. It was insane. It was like push your luck, and as the monsters come out, you have to get treasure. Uh-huh. And the monsters sometimes when you play a deck game like that, 
it doesn't go your way. No. And all of this, the deck just, I mean, there were monsters. Nobody got any money first round, second round, third round, fourth round. We Fifth round. We must have finished in like seven minutes. Everyone left with nothing. We all yep. died. And they were like, well, that was fun. <laughs> like, okay. So we played it again, and then the same thing happened. Same thing happened. I think the max score we got that whole, we played it like several times, like four or five times. The max score we got from all the games was like, you know, seven dollars or seven points or something. We yes. just it was such there was such quick games. It was great though. It was good. But it was yeah. It was that was not our game for that night. No, no. It was good. Yeah. And now one thing we're gonna do too is what I realized that no one ever ever re reevaluates yeah. some Revisits. board games. Revisits mm-hmm. to revisit a board game. So as we do reviews, as we go forward, if we end up playing the game more and we have different thoughts on it, yep. I want to put those forward because your thoughts will progress the more you play a game. I completely agree. So yes. we'll do like a short revisit sometime too. And a couple things we're gonna revisit is um Heroes of Land, Air and Sea is yes. one of my favorite games. And have we even reviewed it to begin with? We haven't reviewed okay. it. Uh, we probably will eventually put our thoughts out there. It's one of my top 10 games. Yeah. We played that with six people. Yes. And now I'm, we've always played it with six. We've only ever played it with six. Yes. Now I'm kind of thinking when the game was released, it was released for four. Yes. And the later expansion pushed it to six. Yes. Which we got all the expansions. Which we got all the expansions. Yes. We played at six mm-hmm. all the time. But I really think this game would be better at four. I completely agree. So yes. the time we played it, it's, it's also a slow burn. People that had it went a bit too long, but everyone had it. Everyone that played, it, I think, had a great time. But it's also one of those that another couple that we played with, they call back later. And at first, they're like, yeah, it's a lot of rules. And now they're like, we want to play it again. Because it's yes. a slow burn. You keep thinking about the things you can do differently. Yeah. But I think with four people, there's a lot more land that you're able to invade. It's a dudes on a map game is what it is. Yes. So there's a lot more that you can you can do. So I want to try it again with four. Yeah, I compl- I do. I, I like want to play it with four too. I feel like every time we played it with six, you kind of you stuck to your own little island. Right. And then you always feel bad going to someone else's island. You know, you're yes. like, you know, I know that was right. But that's kind of the purpose of the game. The purpose of the game is to go to other people's islands and attack them. Right. So you do, you know, you need to do that. Yep. I think with four places, four people, you have a lot more places to explore. Right. And then you can, once you've explored, then you can start and, you know, um, battling each other. And you've got like better forces too, because you've had that time to build it all up. And you don't have to be aggressive right off the bat. Like my wife attacked me in like round two. I did. We had like two, two serfs attacking each other. It was like, what's <laughs> happening right now? So just to kind of get everything out, out there, she's like, let's just go ahead and break the ice here. Yes. So anyway, that, that's, a, that's a look back at that. And also for a Super Bowl Sunday, I think we mentioned this before yes. that we were going to do this. Mm-hmm. We ended up playing um, with Ryan Patricia, part of our gaming group. We ended up just doing mind management all day. We did. And Which was fantastic. The game was kind of in the background. Yeah, yeah. So we had it in the background. My favorite point is we had the game in the background, and you wanted to go watch a video related to mind management, like 20 seconds towards the end of the game. <laughs> okay. that's Was it related to mind management? It was somehow. It was somehow we were like, we need to watch this video. Okay. And we're so, like. Okay, so what happened pretty much is <laughs> I was half watching the game. And of yes. course, the game came down the last play this year. Yes, it did. So we're playing mind management. <laughs> and, and we're all. And there was something I brought up. I'm like, oh, I got to show you guys that video. Yes. So I click over on the, on the TV to go to YouTube, and the table got silent. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, is there like 
They're like, yeah, it's about over. I mean, yes. it was like, there were like 20 seconds left, the mm-hmm. last play. And I just switched to YouTube to watch some sort of weird. Something yeah, random. Was, so the good thing is I was very invested into mind management. You were. The Super Bowl mate was like, meh. And this is from somebody that watches the Super Bowl. I love the yeah, Super Bowl. But I, I was so invested into mind management. And this, the day of playing it, made me love it more. I completely agree. I love this game. And it is on Kickstarter. It may have been finished now, but you could probably late pledge as well. But this, the reason this game... Did we pledge it? Did we back it on Kickstarter? Yes. Yeah, good. Yes, Phew. they had some new um, like cards. I, the, my heart suddenly got, oh no, did we miss it? No, no, okay, we got good. it. But okay, the whole good. thing All is, right. this game, it's great because we mentioned before how if you lose, you open a pack of cards yes. that gives you more abilities. Mm-hmm. And as we played more and more, that got to be a bigger part of it. Absolutely. That made it just a nice like challenge, like, oh, what are we going to get next? Who's going to get this next? It was made it a nice kind of... And it, it made... Yeah. it made. Um, we keep the same guy. Ryan is always the guy who is the um, recruiter, I yep. believe. He's yep. the one that's hidden, which is nice because mm-hmm. you, have that, you have that thematic you keep going. But what's, what's really cool about it is it makes it bittersweet when you win and lose. Yes. There were times we lost. We got excited. We're like, good. We're going to get to open up a new packet yeah. and have new abilities. But then we finally finally got back to winning and as we're winning we're going towards the end we're like oh because it was i mean it was that time we won Mm -hmm. it was just it was a slug fest yeah it was it came down to the last moment where we won and then we're like this sucks because we're about to win and just grind it out and give him an ability yes so the next time we could just get wailed on. Yeah. Because you know? when he first got his ability, the next time we played it, we really we lost bad. Because right. he had more strength than we did. Because the, the so, whole thing is the abilities it gives mm-hmm. you, you haven't played mind management. It's a hidden movement game we've reviewed before. And one person hides, you know, and you have to find them with your uh, your agents. Yeah. Are going to go through and find your rogue agents. So when they open a new card, it could give you, because you can only move orthogonally. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, it might give you another move where you can move diagonally. Yes. Or you have you have another assistant or another person that can help mm-hmm. you. And you're going to, you're continually, the game continually evolves. Yes. So it's going to keep even even. I do out. feel like every round is different. Yeah, it is. It's so, which is makes it, it's almost like it's a brand new game every time. It is. And yeah. it's like one of those that you don't want to, it's a short game too at an hour. So you don't want to open up that packet of cards before if you don't have time to do the next game because you'll want to say, let's see how that is implemented. Mm-hmm. So um, looking back at mind management, it's... I feel like this game keeps getting better and better. It does. It, it, yeah. got, it, it got an incredible review from us. Yes. But it is even higher than that. Oh, yeah. It is It is one of... it's. it's, it's I think it might be in our top tens because it is that good of a game and it gets better with time. Mm-hmm. And then once all of these packets are open, you can probably pick and choose what to put in each one if you want to because they are numbered in the corner so you can take out certain expansions. Yeah. But it's it's really... And it's not legacy because you can just jump in and jump out. Yes, with different I do people. like that. So, I like how we also play it. I think we might have mentioned this last time. I'm not sure. Right. How we have the... So there's Ryan as the guy behind the screen, Patricia, myself, and you, right? And yeah. we then have one other guy... Because you need to play with all four. Who's kind of like the bonus guy? We just do whatever you know as yes. a decision. His turns don't really matter. Yeah, that's <laughs> and is, so I do kind of like that too. It's kind of like the team player, which he kind of can take the do the the stuff that we don't want to do. <laughs> which right, I do like that because the whole so. thing is it scales. It's made for yes. five people, one hidden, four people. So yeah. if you have only three people and the one hidden movement guy, 
that fourth character is controlled by everybody as a group. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually scale down to where you can only use three characters. You have to use all you four. You do need to use all four. Yeah. So yes. anyway, so that's yeah. that's a look back at my management. Yep. And Everdell, you played it. I finally did play it yes. over the last yes, week. Yes, finally. And I liked it. Yep. I didn't love it. It was the first time, um, but first round is slow with Everdell. And then it, it kind of ramps up quickly. Yeah. I feel like this time, so this was my second time playing it. Yep. And now I actually know how to play it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the first time I was kind of like, what is happening? Right. And then also granted it was a very chaotic night too. So I kept having to jump up, do this, do that, do that. So I kind of half played it the first time. Right. But this time I could actually sit down and strategize. Like this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm focusing on. Yep. And I did like doing that this time. That was really good. And I do want to play it again yeah. to kind of get... I so. think you need to play it again to actually figure out your strategy. I will. And eventually I will re- re-review it. Now, there's a couple of games we're coming up. We're playing com- mm-hmm. soon, I think Friday. Um, I think I mentioned Camp Grizzly was on yeah. my so my White Whale, my yep. like my one, one game I've wanted to play forever. Mm-hmm. So we're going to play that on Friday. And, oh, I didn't tell you this. I didn't, I didn't tell you this. Um, Tiny Epic Dungeons, you know, we're going to play yes. on Friday. And the guy we're going to have come over to play it. So um, <laughs> it's a couple of people coming over. And I texted him today. You didn't know this, but I texted him. He's like, hey, are we playing games on Friday? And I said, yeah. So I usually do voice attacks as I'm driving somewhere. Yeah. And I oh, said, no. I, I, I said, um, say, yeah, come on over Friday. We're going to do some Tiny Epic Dungeons. And voice attacks, I guess, that's not a big thing. And it said, um, we're going to play some Tanya Big Dungeons. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? So he's he says, we're going to do what? And I'm like, okay, Tiny Epic Dungeons. And it came the, the funniest text conversation. <laughs> and I hate voice to text, especially yes. if you're a board gamer, because most of the titles and the it, words it we use- It has no idea. Has yes. no idea. Yes. So- I must admit, I was doing the bad thing the other day. I was listening to a podcast and I was texting, trying to text you something that I was hearing in the podcast. Like I was like, yay. Yes. And then I accidentally te- um, texted the lady that looks after Juliet. This board game title. And then she got super confused, like, what is happening? And then I was like, well, now I have to, you know. Sell I that saw that text. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was a fun conversation. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so, okay. So now, yeah. um, anyway, okay. those reviews will be forthcoming. Oh, Stay tuned. Now, before we mm-hmm. get into what we're talking about, the whole learning a game. Yes. This is my big thing because some people do this differently. It is interesting to me to see how people learn games. Yes. And explain games. And explain games. Yes. Because learning a game, well, I and every every single now Wingspan has it down. Wingspan mm-hmm. has that when they you play through a couple rounds. Mech yes. versus Minions does that I same like thing. I like that. I like that. But oh, if, pause for a second there. Yep. I liked how when we were playing Heroes of um, Land, Air, and Sea the other day, you yep. had the player aid, and it actually gave you suggestions too there on the side. Yes, I liked that a lot. Yes, and that's that's that another big thing because you Sorry. do kind of. Mm-hmm. Getting all the rules out there, if you have 30 minutes of talking about rules before you play a game, it's overwhelming. Oh, yeah. And you have to know what's going out. on. And I hate when mm-hmm. draft when the drafting mechanic is the first thing you do. You yes. have to draft cards. You don't know what the game is going to do. Yeah. yeah. So most books, rule books, are not written in the way I like to learn a game. Mm-hmm. There are two things I want to know before I learn a game. It is how does the game end mm-hmm. and how do I win? That's it. Because yes. really, I, and I don't know why why more gaming companies do not do this. It doesn't make any sense to me. No. Because if you were going to get in a race, mm-hmm. you would ask, where is the race to? And you already know the victory condition is winning the race. Mm-hmm. So you know the victory condition and you know where the race is to. You will know that before anything else. So 
so many places, so many rule books will give you like how to play the game, what the cards mean, <laughs> yeah. all this stuff. And it's like, okay, tell me when the game is over yep. and how to win the game. I'll often when I get to a rule get a rule book, I'll go to the end of it to find out, you know where it says end of game? Yes. That's, I need to know. I need to know how I'm going to win. How does the game end? They're the two big things. I need to know. I do not know why more people don't just grasp. It's a little paragraph to have at the the beginning. Say this game is about this. It'll end in five rounds. Yeah. And whoever has the most victory points wins. And, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, there it is. And then go into, it's like, okay, good. Now I'm doing this. We know a goal. We know where we're going. Yeah. And that is just, it's its so funny how these designers and the, I, the rule books aren't written in a logical manner. No, no. You know? so, Do you remember when we first started coming to board games? You know, YouTube wasn't such a big thing as it was then. Right. And so you're depending on the rule books completely. And sometimes we'd be like, what on earth? Oh, it would yeah. take us like a couple of days to decode a rule book. And then we're like, okay, now we can play because I have to like break it down because they don't lay it out in a logical kind of way. No. and So frustrating. Rule books have, mm. have get, getting better, but I think part of the next evolution is to kind of put forward the end game scenario. Yes. You have to know how to win the game you do. when the game's over. Yeah. You know, and that's because you, that's what everything goes forward. Yes. Because if you know there's just five rounds and you're going to know you're going to play a different way than if there's two rounds. Yeah. Or if, or if there are short. 15 rounds right. too. Right. So yeah. it's things you like that. You have to know. So anyway, that's, yep. and, and I'm interested in hearing how you guys like to learn a game. What do yes, you do? Yes, curious. I mean, I, I see the majority of people actually do watch videos now. Mm-hmm. They uh, do. Yes. And then I think a, uh, shortly smaller under that is probably people that watch videos and read the rule book. Mm-hmm. And I think below that are people that just read the rule book. Yeah. You know, and I think now those are more experienced gamers. I think that just rule the, read the rule book. Yeah. So I'm interested in hearing how you guys learn a game. What is the first thing you go into? Do you look up old Rodney Smith and see if he did it? And <laughs> hope and pray. And if he didn't do one, you're going to sell it. Yeah. You know. So, yes. um, but it's always great to find the only the only way you can learn learn one <laughs> on a YouTube video is some guy in his basement that has probably 13 views. Yeah. And you're like, well, apparently this guy is going to teach me how to. Do I that. was. Re- looking at a video for a game the other day that I want to play and it was like that too like 12 views yes yeah and I must admit most of the 12 views are probably me re-watching this video because I re-watch it to play this game and <sighs> and sometimes it. those guys are really good. <laughs> oh, they're great explanations. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they're not as concise because, like, yes. uh, people like Rodney, they they, they have know it what down they're doing and they flip over cards and like, and if you draw a card like this, he has it set up to do yes. that. Some people say if you draw a card like this, not not that one. Yeah. Nope. 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 Like this. Oh, one. there we go. This one. This one. Yes. Hold on. It's non-focused. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let's go. Fo- uh, Give me a second. Give me a second. And you hear a dog barking. Yeah. We put her up. It's like it's like it's like chaos. Yeah. I yeah. know. So anyway. That's how to learn a game. Talking about that the other day, we Juliet was watching me. This is a complete tangent. I realized that. And I was amazed. They had a little doll at the front of the camera. And you know how camera focuses shift? This yep. camera didn't shift. And I, it really hurt my eyes because I'm so used to the cameras now shifting. And this one didn't. I was like, oh, time to upgrade your camera. Yeah. And she's like got like a million views for her little which, videos. Which we just did that. We just switched yeah. our camera for our YouTube channel that is going to be a quicker focus yeah. in and out. Yeah, so, it was oh, interesting. Anyway, okay, so, so now, um, before we go into the big note. one, let's go into, we actually did play the solo games Box 1 and Final We Girl. did, we did. So, that was our Valentine's Day. Yes, so yes. Romantic. And then we wish Marry Me, so that was good. Yes. yes. So, okay, so Box 1, tell us <laughs> okay. a bit about Box 1. So Box 1 really is an escape room in the box. 
And I and at first I was like, what on earth does that mean? But after playing it, that is the best explanation for it. I must say, you do need the app. Okay, yeah. um, so if you're not someone who likes to do board games that involve an app, this is not the game for you. Um, and I realized that it's kind of that because you are playing it solo, you need stuff to help you move the game along. And so you that's how they did it. They you got an app to, so you can play a game. Um, and the app is really good. It's not a bad thing. Um, but you do need an app. So first of all, there are two parts of the game. The first part is trivia based and I did have to Google some of the answers and they do tell you in the instructions, like if you have to Google, Google. So there are some things that I would know that it's something, but I don't know the specific thing and I'm trying to be very vague because I don't want to ruin it because I know you still haven't played it. No, I haven't. Um, But there were some things I had to Google. Um, And then the second part of it is that is where you need the app like 100%. You're unlocking things and that is very much in that based. Now, okay. Yes. Everyone I I know that that has played this is really good. And it's funny how when you put a name like Neil Patrick Harris Mm -hmm. out, um, of course everyone loves him as an actor, but people don't... And he is in this game. Yeah, and they don't get excited about this game because a lot of times when you put either an IP or a person that's not really heavily involved, mm-hmm. sometimes you see it as a money grab. Yeah. And you see that as a, they're not really a board gamer, but everyone says this is great. Yes. Oh, it's great. Now, I'm looking at BGG. It says playtime is 180 to 240 minutes. Yeah. Was it in an hour? Did I you? didn't do it in an hour. It did take me a few hours to do it. Really? And okay. in my case, it was because I kept getting interrupted because I was doing it during the day and clients kept calling. Right. But it did take me a f- like a long time to do it. Okay. Um, and you also one thing I just found out you can change the time on your phone manually you don't have to wait to like your time zone yeah. that's an important thing to know going into this now also the um, the game does not destroy anything like no. exit no, games no 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 so I reset the box so it's ready for you yeah and that's a very nice thing so everyone mm-hmm. in the family can kind of go through this everybody can play this and although it's not an experience you, you do together yes after you all do it you can then talk about it yeah. Because I've got a couple of friends that have done it and they're like, hey, we need to talk about this. You need to do this. Yes. And it's almost like watching a movie. Yeah. It's like you need to watch this. So we can have a conversation. So we can talk yes, about it. I know. So I think that interaction, although it doesn't happen during the game, it seems like it happens later. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, because Jacob played it. He's the one who gave, it's his game that we're borrowing. Right. He, the other day, was like, Wanting to talk about box one. I think you and you buy, so we weren't able to have like a full conversation about it. Right. But yeah, it's it's really good. It's and, a, you you're going to like this game. And you had and you had texted him or something. Yes. Just during the game, and yes. I had to leave the room because I'm like, okay, this is going to be about that. Yeah, yeah. So okay, all yeah. right. So you would recommend this? I would recommend it. I do feel like you need to have some like for escape rooms to do this game. So if right. you don't like the exits, if you don't like escape rooms, then this is not the game for you. But if you do, then this is a great game. Okay. If you like to be puzzly, like it is puzzly. Because I'm very excited to try this yeah. round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that is box one, and box that's one? recommended that's for a, you. Absolutely recommended. Great game. All yeah. right, and it's inexpensive too. I know. I just saw the price. That's yeah. A, yeah, and readily available too. Yeah. So that's. I mean, it's mm-hmm. from your FLGS from the local game store or Amazon or whatever. Wherever. Or um, Target. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. So I actually played Final Girl. Yes, you did. And we've got um, all the final girls and the different people and And did you back it on Kickstarter too? 
I did. I backed it for a dollar. Okay. Because it ended before I got a chance to play it, just okay. so I could come back in the pledge manager and do it. Okay, I understand. So pretty much the whole premise behind behind Final Girl is you are the final girl in a horror movie, mm. and there's somebody. And these are kind of non-IP versions of Freddy, Jason, things like that. Okay. For instance, this is Final Girl Frightmare on Maple Lane. So instead of Nightmare on Elm Street, so you've yeah. got a Freddy lookalike that comes in your dreams, and <laughs> it's on Maple Lane instead of Elm Street. Yeah. So the entire thing, it is just a solo game. It knows what it is. And it's a short game, 20 to 60 minutes is what it says. And it is, 20 minutes if you lose quickly. But um, <laughs> Did you lose quickly? Uh, the first time I did, lost really bad. It's Now, when you flip over the cards, the, the top, it's nice how everything is contained. The back of... The back of the box is is the map, and everything is really... It's nice how it's a small footprint. Mm-hmm. It does take a bit of time getting things ready and untangling the last mm-hmm. events, and I think the further you go down the expansions, it'll take a bit longer. Mm-hmm. But gameplay-wise, you're going to move. It is heavily dice-dependent. That's what you were saying, too. If you have bad rolls, you're going to get hosed. Yeah. So this is not a game, if you're good enough, you can win a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really heavy on the dice. Now... I kept playing this first time. I wasn't crazy about it. Second time, I went back. It's got a weight of one out of five. I think that's too low. I think it's a bit heavier than that. That sounds, yeah, that's really low. Mm. I think that's wrong. But I really liked it. I actually had Ryan come over, um, and he ran through it. I think he was the first one. I think I lost twice, mm-hmm. and I think Ryan won his. So it was, so out of three times, we had one out of three. And he only barely just won, right? Is that correct? He did. He did. Yes. He barely just won. Okay. It's, it's really, and there are little things that happen. And this one, I only played on this Frightmare. Um, there were very clever things it does. Like as far as when you're in a, you can only attack when you're in the dream world because it's a whole Freddy Krueger type thing. Mm-hmm. So you have to enter that dream world. And to get out, you've got to do this. It's hard to explain this way of maneuvering cards to make sure that the other person doesn't show up and it's random every time, like the villain doesn't show up. It's it's really fun. And I actually yeah. did that several times after playing the game. Really? Yes. And it's it's a clever, clever thing to do. And every game setup is different. Okay. Because you have different survivors and things that are everywhere. And they will be positioned. And there's sometimes, sometimes there's, a, there's a block party. Mm-hmm. Like there's a big party going in the middle. And you're like, oh, wow, I can't let them get there. Because yeah. if, if they start to kill a lot of people, their bloodlust goes up. And they become more and more powerful. So you have to keep them outside of rooms. Yeah. And certain things were like, you can go into a house and tell people, hey, he's coming, get out. Or it might be hard to get into a house because people don't trust other people. And you have to roll to get into the house and mm. convince them to come in. And there's, it's it's nice. There's a lot going on. It's not an involved game. But there's enough variation because going through this that... It, it does have a lot of replayability. And I then started wondering, I'm like, you know what? Spending this amount, because honestly, the price is a bit high for what it is. Yeah. It's, and I know the artwork looks great. Everything looks great. But the price, it's, it's pretty expensive for a solo game. Yeah. Especially if you're going to try to go all in. I mean, it's a couple hundred dollars, I believe. Whoa. So, yeah. And it's for a solo game, a small box game. It's, it's a bit high. Yeah. But now, that being said, it is a lot of fun. And I, again, didn't say I do a lot of solo games, but I do a lot of solo, solo video games. So board games just fit right into that. It's not, I don't know if I'd travel with this because there are a lot of little pieces you don't want to lose. And especially the fact that you upgraded the minis. But mm. I actually, I like this game. It's one of those games that as I played it, 
it sits in the back of your mind and you're thinking, I could do things differently. I could try this and try that. Yep. You could try different final yep. girls, different mm-hmm. villains. And you can mix. Later, you can take um, their Jason character and put, put him on Mabel Lane. Or you can take the puppet master or Freddy and put them you know, at the camp yeah, where, yeah. where Jason's from. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of interchangeability and different final girls you can put in different places. So I think I like this game. Whether or not I'm going to go all in on the next Kickstarter, I don't know. The price is high. I just looked at the price. That is really high. It is. It yeah. is. What is the actual price for an well, all-in? Well, so I was looking at Kickstarter right now. It says 219 Is that just for season two? I'm actually looking. I just opened the Kickstarter. But it is like one of those songs that are an earwig because it kind of gets in your mind Mm. and you're like, ah, man, this is, I want to play it again. Yeah. Yeah. And the setup isn't as quick as I would like it to be, but it's, it's actually, it's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. So I do, I do like the game. So again, I'm not sure if I'm going to back it fully. It's already over. I know you, I'm sure you can late pledge. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't had a chance, if you know someone that has Final Girl, give it a chance. Just know it is very, very heavy on the dice rolling. If you roll poorly, you really can't make up for that. You're going to lose. And then you just reset and play again. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm looking at right now, I'm looking at, I think the 219 is all in. Oh, Series 2 franchise, everything is about 160. Okay, that's not bad. So, yeah. Yeah, or gameplay all in is, wow, 209. Oh, that's everything. Is that everything? Wow, that's, that's impressive. So, no, there's there's so much. There's so many different things on here. But anyway, so take a look at Final Girl. <laughs> is it one of those things that you just at some point, you're like, I just have to stop? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it's a good game. We're going to play uh-huh. more of it, so I think I'm, we're going to take a look at the other ones uh-huh. coming forward. But that right there is... What is the difference between this... The one you have in the second Kickstarter. They're just different villains and different oh, final girls. Oh, okay, I understand. So it's oh, more, it's more the expansion. What villains are in the second one? I have no idea. Okay, I didn't recognize any of them because okay. they really are trying not to get sued. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, so yes. you have to really, yes. yeah, got to dig deep. But um, it's good. I mean, I liked it. I think <laughs> Ryan liked it. I think Jacob liked it. I think everyone yeah. liked it. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those you have to know going in. It's heavy on the dice roll, and it is solo only. So yep. that may be a no go for you. Yeah, I do want to play it. I think that it sounds good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Now, okay, there's another game we're going to review. Um, this yes, is from 2015. This is completely different, yes. by the way. And it is Dead Man's Draw. Yes. And this is this is a very simple game. It's so funny. This has weight of 1.34, yeah. which is higher than Final Girl. This is easier <laughs> than Final Girl. It doesn't make any sense. This this right here. People it's, must not like Final Girl, which is why they gave it a bad yeah, review. Yes, there's no way. Weight. It's a one out of yeah. five. Okay, so this way to explain it, it is a card game. And it is a push-your-luck card game. Yes. And as you keep flipping cards over... On your turn. On your turn. Yeah. You, um, you are, you are going to keep... You cannot have two of the same type of cards. Kind of like Ink and Gold, where you can't have two of the bad people. Right. Mm-hmm. It actually is, yes. Mm. As you flip over, there will be different things like mermaids, yep. anchors, or whatever. Yeah. And if you stop before you get two of a certain kind, yep. you can then pull those over to your tableau. Yeah. To the and, area in front of you. Right. And, the, mm-hmm. and what's interesting is you'll have all the different types. And at the end, the way you score is you only score the highest card for each color. Yeah. And like each, each area. Set. Each set. So I think you, there are seven sets. Well, ten yes. sets, right? So, mm-hmm. so you may have, you know, four cards, but your highest one might be a three. So you only mm-hmm. get three for that run. So it's really interesting as far as that because you want to get those higher numbers. Yep. And as you turn more and more over... Every card you turn over has an ability. Yes. Like if it's a cannon, you can then blow up someone else's card over here. 
if it's an, if it's an anchor, it anchors all the cards before it. So, so they're if, safe. Yeah. So if you do flip over and you lose that, you still at least keep the anchor on the yeah. rest of the cards. Yep. And different ones have different abilities. Won't go into all of those. But it's very interesting, and it's a very simple game, and it's easy. And the guy that we played with actually combined two different decks of it. Yes. So we, I think we played with eight people. Uh-huh. So it's it's Dead Man's Draw. And what did you think of it? It's pirate-themed loosely because oh, yeah, the artwork yeah, yeah. is pirate. I, pirate. Yes. Um, I like it. It does have push your luck, which I'm learning to like the push your luck thing more and more. At first, I was like, I don't like this. Right. But I do like the push your luck. And that actually... Um, you know how we played the Quacks of... Quedlinburg, yeah. Quedlinburg. I really like that push your luck kind of thing too. Um, this game, I we played it with eight the first time. And yep. I was like, this is like... It was very tedious. It is. I do think we played it with four the second time. It's a better four-player game. It I is. do like how they combined the decks so you can play with more people. Because, it, you know... Sometimes you just want to have lots of people over and play games, but you don't want to play like the telestrations, the light right. games. So this was a good kind of heavier game. I said I said that in air quotes. Um, to they can see your air quotes. <laughs> no, um, um, that's why I was telling them. Um, yeah, I understand why you want to do that for the eight people, but I think it is a better full player game. It is. I agree with that. Yeah. And it's and it's again one of those that's not into the night. You mm-hmm. don't want to just roll into something that's super light. No. This is this you is want strategic. Li- yeah. Yeah, you want something with a little bit of you know, you need to put a little thought in. There is strategy to this. There is. And yes. it's not all luck based. There's no. some luck, but really when when you have a push your luck game like this and mm-hmm. You take a chance and you fail, that's on you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so it's Dead Man's Draw is a good one to add to your collection. Absolutely. I really like the game. And Me we'll, too. We will probably, although someone in our gaming group has it, this is one that we will probably add. Oh, and I think I can see that too. Yes. Yeah, we'll probably only add one cap- copy because I agree with you, the smaller player count works and it's 10 or 15 minutes is what it does yeah it's nice i think we even played several rounds of it too because it's like it's a quick game but it does have strategy to it so it's a little thinky but not like super thinky right right yeah. so then okay mm-hmm. so now now we're going to review for our feature review like the longer one we had a chance to play unfathomable we did you did not i did not so um if you are on our instagram you saw the big group we had mm-hmm. a big group for unfathomable we had about six or seven people and I was pretty excited to start to play that. I've heard a lot about yeah. it. And for you that don't know about Unfathomable, that has gotten a lot of buzz mm-hmm. lately because it is kind of a reskin of Battlestar Galactica, yes. which is a very popular game. But mm-hmm. it is in a in on a ship, on an ocean, and it's Cthulhu themed. Yes. And as I mentioned before, not crazy about Cthulhu. I don't hate him. He and I get along. We don't send each other Christmas cards. But you're, but but you're friends. I, and I, yes. And I, I will play some <laughs> Cthulhu game, depending yeah. on what it is. And yeah. there's something I like. So anyway, going into it, know, know that. Yeah. And um, so Unfathomable is pretty much a reskin of BSG, which I have not played. Heard good things. Uh-huh. And I love Battlestar Galactica as far as the series. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to play that. But when this came out... It's always nice because normally reskins fix some of the smaller problems that have been have been found from decade a decade of playtesting. Yeah. So I was excited to get Unfathomable to the table. And this is one that our game group's been wanting to try for a while. So anyway, so that's just... Um, it's not to say, you know, it's not a huge fan of Cthulhu. Not to say I don't like him. Just don't know much about the mm-hmm. IP. Um, apparently he's very maddening. <laughs> so um, my review on this one... On this game, my review, I'm sitting there thinking, how do I like this game? 
it changed throughout the game. Yeah. During the first hour or so, it just seemed like a slog. Yeah. It just seemed like it was just what now? What? It's like almost watching an episode or a season of 24. Yeah. When that came on, it's like what else could happen, you know? You're like, come on. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those odd situations that you never feel like you're winning. And I know that's a whole Cthulhu mythos mm-hmm. thing, right? I mean, the game is designed to feel like you are treading water and you just need to survive. There's really no winning. It's just surviving long enough for the boat to reach support. You never feel like you're doing well. You feel like you're not dying yet. That's the entire feeling of the game. You're like, ah. And it just seems odd to me. You want those high points in the game of feeling some sort of victory. You have small victories when you roll well or whatever, and you find someone and you kick them off or whatever. Mm. But right here, you're you're just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. until the end of the game you're trying to run out the clock yeah and um for uh yeah so it's just it's weird it's almost like at the beginning you start off with a deficit because you don't have anything these monsters are attacking you've got no way to fend off fend them off and you can't ever really climb out every time you do something you have to like like in the thing when you put forward when you put forward for a a test you put forward your cards. Mm-hmm. It takes your cards and depletes your hand. Okay? But with five players, and the deep ones go between every turn, because the deep ones will go in between every single turn, you're giving cards for skill checks, left and right, and you only replenish your cards on your turn. So then if you get hit in one of those other five turns, which is entirely likely considering how long you just sit there, you go to sick bay. Because you have nothing to defend yourself. You go to sickbay. So you happen to be there. When you, and then when you're at sickbay, you only draw one card instead of the five you usually get. So now you have to decide, okay, I've got one card. I've got five rounds before I can get more cards. Do I jump over there in the fray and try to help again? Or then I'll just end up in sickbay again and get one more card. Or do I try to go hide somewhere to reload, not knowing that, we will be able to survive the round if I go and hide. So you've got these decisions. You're like, oh, I don't know what to do. If I jump over, I'll just get killed again. And it's just, even when the skill checks, even the skill checks, this is what's crazy about it. Even the skill checks, when they're passed, they don't benefit you that much. They just don't hurt you as bad. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, okay, this is like, it's not actually, I'm not going to try to give away the game. It's like, okay, if you win this skill, if you lose this skill check, I am going to hit you in the face with a two by four. Or if you lose this, it's like, oh, I don't want to lose a skill check. It's like, oh, you won the skill check. Now I'm just going to hit you in the face with a golf club. It's just, it's one of those that something bad happens all the time. It's a constant downward spiral that you're just trying to slow long enough that you can jump ship at the dock before the end. It is a really what now situation. Yeah. That being said, all of that just digging a hole for this game being said, it's thematic for the IP. Yeah. It yeah. is you are it sounds trying like it's very to survive. Yeah. Because it's Cthulhu is one of those things that it's just, it's made to be a slog. Mm-hmm. Now to the review, it sounds like I didn't like it. That's the Correct. odd thing. <laughs> I actually, I actually think I did. Um, okay. The review. Is it one of those things that when you're playing it, you're like, I don't like this. And then afterwards, you're mulling it over and you're like, oh, it was brutal. I did really enjoy that. It yeah. was okay. brutal to play. Okay. And the story it creates is great. 
Yeah. And when the traitors reveal themselves, it can be really thematic. Yeah. And it's because even right up until the moment where the traitors reveal themselves, I was like, God, this game is just brutal. I wasn't sure if I liked it. And then all of a sudden... Were you a traitor or not a traitor? I was not a traitor. Okay. But one of the guys, um, Gil, that was sitting there was a traitor. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I did not see that coming. Really? And it was it was really... It, it blew my mind. A good game... I know you know, I'm not going to say a good game. A great game is one of those that you feel the need to sit and debrief about afterwards. Yeah. One of those that you will sit and talk about for days afterwards, uh-huh. which is a big thing about things like BSG, diplomacy, things like that. Yeah. You have to, so we sat there after we played it, we just like, okay, wow, when did you turn? When did you do? And, mm-hmm. and that right there, that conversation almost changed my view of the game. Yeah. It it made me think, okay, this is nice because we kept talking about what happened during yeah. it. So that right there. Now, now as far as for comparison between this and the thing outpost at 31 or whatever, um, I think it comes down to IP. Which IP do you like more? Do you feel more comfortable with? And I honestly prefer the thing. Yeah. I prefer the thing over um, unfathomable. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the thing is also shorter. But also the thing I like about the thing, huh, it's funny to say that. The, <laughs> what I like about the thing is the small wins it delivers. Yeah. Like as you go through those rounds in the thing, you have small wins like finding rope, finding mm-hmm. flamethrowers. You're starting to slowly get stuff and you feel like you are winning and you're beating this guy. Yeah. Although you are trying to escape yeah. the same way you are in Unfathomable. In the thing, you feel like you're winning. Yeah. You're beating them before it's less of a slugfest kind of thing yeah because okay because really at the the only thing is you're beating the thing as you go forward yeah in the game with unfathomable you're just keeping them at bay Mm -hmm. long enough for you to get off the ship so the thing has a bit more victories to do and it is it is a bit shorter so all right so then like that is pretty much in the final trip on the helicopter on the thing is just just such an epic moment uh, yeah. where you get to choose who to go who who doesn't you feel like that. you're in that movie you do yeah so anyway that is my review and it is a very mixed bag <laughs> of review wow you sound like you've really sold it to me on unfathomable i know i know I, I feel like you should play this once yeah i mean i don't think you i mean bsg from what people say it's the same game if you like yep. that ip go with that but i feel like this i can't compare the two mm-hmm. i feel like this probably has some things that it fixed from the mm-hmm. first one so unfathomable, um, beautiful artwork. It's a gorgeous game. It mm-hmm. looks great on the table, and especially the fact that Jacob actually he painted all the minis. He did, and it just looked. I mean, with the minis painted, painted minis are the way to go- do it. Yes, you know? yeah, yes. He actually painted them on one of our game nights. He just sat there. <laughs> do you mind if I paint while we do our game? Like not at all. And it it just it, yeah. It it's so much better with the painted minis yes. on there. So. All right, so that is my review of Unfathomable. Okay. Would I play it again? I would. And we'll, would you buy it? I would not because yeah. that he's got it. And yeah, if, it, if okay, it is, so it's one of those games that someone's already got. You're content, but you'll play it. Games of this size, if they exist in your yes. circle, then you're fine. There's no real mm-hmm. reason to have that in there. No. And this is one that I might actually re- have put on our revisit thing at the beginning of the podcast once I do play it again. Yeah, see how you because feel. I do want to play it again. Yeah. Because again, it's one of those I did not know what was happening until the third or fourth. Yeah, you know, for, mm-hmm. third or fourth round. So that is unfathomable. A game that has a lot of hype. Yep. Is it deserved? Yes, it is deserved. The hype is deserved because it is an epic 
epic game. Yeah. So take a look at that and see if that is something that tickles your fancy. Yes. Do people still say tickle your fancy? I don't know. No, probably not. <laughs> so, okay, so that is it right now. And again, you know, I want to thank everybody for listening. So please follow us on Facebook. Yes. Uh, Mainly Games. Also follow us on Instagram. Correct. Mainly Games. And YouTube, we are doing, we're getting back to doing that this week. So follow us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then please subscribe to us on Apple iTunes or... Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. You can actually go to MainlyGames.com and see our link tree and just find everywhere we are there. But we're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> but email us again at mm-hmm. show at MainlyGames.com. We do like hearing from you guys. Even if it's to tell us how wrong we are about a game. Or how tired we are. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that, by the way. (laughs) Thanks for that. So um, anyway, thank you guys. We will try to do another one this week. Yep. We have a lot more stuff to review. We do indeed. But in the meantime, keep going out there. Keep playing those games and get those games off of the shelf and to the table. Yes. All right. Hey, thank you guys. See you later. Bye.